Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. And welcome to Rabbit and Red Radio. Right in my fucking ear. Wow, it's been a little while since I got to say that. And we know why. Feels good. And we know why. Well, let's address that real quick. John um, was upset. When last you heard John from was us, upset because if, well, hold we up. had Halloween discussions. Wait, wait, wait. Yes. Well... Uh, well, last they heard from us, yes. if they're not a Patreon member, which you should be, of uh, Legion Podcast, by the way, um, was our Halloween episodes. We were actually doing a Halloween special, and we were going through the entire list, and then we had technical difficulties that kind of screwed everything up, and life got in the way, but we are back now. And That's I the think important part. John is a happier gentleman as of this point. Hopefully. Yes? Yes. 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 He has so, he has ideas uh, abound for the writing and he's sending them my way. He's all over the place, but I, I do enjoy his latest endeavor. Hopefully, yes. Uh anyway, um <laughs> This is a uh, 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 an important episode. <laughs> this is our yearly episode where we look back at the previous year and uh, kicking off 2019 in style. With me, of course, I am John Spooky Rose, oh, and with me, as I am saying, sadly, is the one and only Michael J. But more importantly. Is our friend from the north, Scott Summerton, who you may know people from Guilty Pleasure Cinema or Jobber Radio. GPC, Scott, thank you so much, man, for taking your time <laughs> Represent. to Glad join us on this here. fiasco. It's it's been a <laughs> while. Um, we oh have my done yeah. podcasts together back in the olden times. Um, you guys have been on my show, which is on a very indefinite hiatus right now. But yes, Guilty Player Cinema, I still am doing 
movie reviews as I see them, box office reporting as well, stuff like that on Twitch even also. Cyclops Scott is that and GuiltyPleasureCinema.com. And a wrestling podcast, Jabber Radio. So yeah, lots of fun stuff. So, um, before we really get into too much, uh, Scott, you can partake however you feel comfortable, but um, I, I, I feel it's only right for us to kind of rectify the wrong and at least kind of look back on the Halloween films and rank them. I mean, this, this is our episode where we're going to rank our top five films from 2018, so why not rank the Halloween films. We didn't get to do that for you guys, so we can at least make up for it right now. Mike, are, are you ready? Are you ready to give us the list of Halloween? Well, let's see. <clears throat> well, start at the bottom. What is, what is the worst Halloween film, in your opinion? What Resurrection. The worst. Resurrection. All right, so... Piece of shit. So... For you, fucking number weed, 12 piece of shit. is Resurrection. Yes. Wait, a 12? How the fuck do we have 12? Don't we have 11? I said that was oh. 11. I have 12. You can do 11. What's... Oh, are so, you counting the one that I, I made I'm, in 96? I'm... Yes! Ha! <laughs> no, I'm, I'm counting the producer's cut oh, because oh. it was released separately, so... Oh. Well, and so we did. Be, that, that I don't even know if that episode aired, but we did rate it both. It did not them. air. I, I'm saving that for something okay. special because that's an emotional episode uh, for me. So anyway, but they were both released, so and they both got different ratings from me. So for at least my list, they both have different spots. So I have twelve. Hmm. They both have an official release. So right. okay, good. Yeah. So for myself, my number twelve is Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. You fucking cocksucker, how? I kind of knew it would be, too. It's, I had a feeling. It's so dumb. It, it's it's bad. Dumb. Like, it, it's real bad. You're dumb. <laughs> that, that's a good rebuttal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what, what is your second worst Halloween? Let's just rank them up. What's number 10 for you, Mike? Number 10. <laughs> Is probably, um, hmm. I'd have to say H two O. I believe, yes, H two O. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, number now. Remember, people, my list is a little different than Mike. Number eleven for me would be Halloween Five: The Revenge of Michael Myers. Oh God! It's great Donald performance. What the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. It's a horrible Halloween film. Um, really, the only thing that I did enjoy about that one was the uh, performance of Michael. What? The performance of Michael? Past that, oh, oh, uh, past oh, that I thought oh, the writing was oh, horrible. Oh, uh, I oh, thought there was a lack of oh, continuity. Oh, oh, it's just very, very, very flawed film. Oh, oh. Ooh. You know, I want to punch my computer monitor right now. I, I really, I just want to punch it. He, he did not perform. What the fuck are you speaking? <laughs> I thought the guy was a good God. Michael, and I liked the fuck fact that we actually no, got Michael kind of lurking in the fuck background. You know song, but wasn't. past that, what? That was barely about it. God, I swear. Oh my God. 
McDonald performed better than that fucking Michael. Fucking whatever the fuck that thing was. Donald came off like a psychopath in that one. That was how he was written, and he played it with complete gusto, and I enjoyed him immensely. Uh, I thought it almost Saving ruined the, the character film. of Dr. Loomis. Saving grace for the film. Saving grace. Anyway, moving on, Mike. What is your number nine? <sighs> Let's see here now. Well, now I, I hate to, to take a page out of out of Rhodes's book, but um, excuse me, I'm gonna <laughs> have <in> five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the, Mike, the Michael Myers me. was the Michael Myers was shitty in that one, though. Keep that in mind. Shitty. The Myers. mask was. So was the Myers. The mask was, but I thought so the, was the, Myers. the portrayal was all right. Don Shanks was he like was an badly Indian. Written, but... Don Shanks was an Indian. Fucking give him a fuck. He had a fucking ponytail, like motherfucker. He, fuck that. He belonged on a reservation. Okay what the fuck it. are you doing? Wow, that was racist. <laughs> he actually kind of looked like uh, Daniel Harris, though, when you stop and think about it. Not really. No. Anyway, um. Number 10 for me would be H2O Halloween 20 Years Later. Yes, that's the actual title of the film. I'm good. I'm glad you got it right. That's good for you. Yeah, it's not only a horrible title, uh, it is a poorly done film. So why I know did we didn't you, why really did get to discuss rate, this one. Why didn't you rate that below Halloween 5? That makes no sense whatsoever. You're telling me... That Halloween because... 5 is worse than that shit pile of H2O? Is that what you're saying to me? I'm saying 5 is worse than H2O, you're yes. Fucking, you're fucking retarded. And I can say retarded because I'm a gimp. <laughs> H2O at least made sense. Um, H2... However, it also feels like... Make? His fucking eyeballs were through the mask. You could see his fucking eyeballs, his emotions. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. And it feels like it's an episode of uh, uh, Dawson's Creek or something from the CW. And no, I'm not even just talking about the cast. I'm talking about the way it looked, everything. It felt like that. Exactly. That's why Five was better. And Michael is absolutely the worst Michael Myers that we've ever seen in this film. So then why He is almost incapable of killing anyone. How? How? If you... Based on the statement, because you just it is made, a worst film. Based on the statement you just made, because how? okay, okay, because Halloween Five adds Ooh, in an element of Ooh. a psychic connection, which makes absolutely no sense. Oh, has never you. been used before or after. It almost completely ruins the character of Doctor Loomis. I disagree. Um, suddenly, it almost becomes like a canon film with the amount of police and nothing makes sense of this. It adds it a is depth to the character that you will never film. see again. <clears throat> yeah, it's a horrible film. I disagree. I think you are. But uh, number eight for you, Mike. Oh, God. Number eight. Would probably have to be. Let's see here now. How do I want to do this? Because I love these all so much, it's very difficult for me to. Let's see. I like I like how we've been planning this for a while now. Well, you've been and planning. Even though and I don't. We I were don't... delayed because of your illness. Yes. 
You you still didn't take the time to to make a, a list. Well, no, I don't. I I don't plan things out ever. You should know this about me by now. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'll go Halloween three. Yeah, I'll go three. Okay. Because I really you know understandable. It's not a good movie. No, three is still very good. See, here's the difference with me. I basically can tolerate every Halloween except for Resurrection. You, on the other hand, you're on the other end of the spectrum. Whereas you can only tolerate, um, you know, certain Halloween. No, I can tolerate most of them. I just admit that not all of them are good. They're all fucking great, except for that train wreck of Resurrection. In fact, my the last three are really the only ones that I don't like or really intend on watching again. The rest of the ones on my list, uh, I actually enjoy. So the other oh my god, I'm going to discuss. Oh my god, I enjoy. Oh my god, that means that you lied to me, you fucker. You lied to me, you fucker. Nope. You We're liked eighteen. All right. You liked eighteen. So you lied, you fucker. You lied. <laughs> Number nine for me is Halloween Resurrection. <sighs> Piece of shit. The only fucking, I, I enjoy the it. The only high point it's of It's better fucking, than H2O. The <laughs> only high point of Resurrection. The only high point is Bianca Kellogg, whatever the fuck her name is, Kajar. I can't say it. That's the only high point of that fucking movie is Bianca Kettle with yeah. Uh, I really liked the the um, found footage aspect. I, I thought I the cat that. and mouse game and how they utilized that was pretty good. <laughs> I, um, hated I, that. I just I like how it retarded. felt like a slasher film and how they got back to those essentials. No, they didn't. Whereas H2O did not. You think killing Charlie with a tripod leg is slasher? That's not slasher. You think fucking... Breaking, getting that. Now that's bill actually an homage when, to one when, of the very first slasher films ever made, Mike. So yes. If you're gonna say Peeping Tom, which you probably have never you've never seen, I'm sure. Peeping Tom is a much better film, and that is a poor homage to Peeping Tom. It's still an homage. You've anyway, never even seen it, on. so how do you know? Next time I can list. jump in there. Just because it's an homage doesn't mean it's good. Yeah! <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> no, you All said, said it's was no it homage. was homage. Oh, no, mm, mm. <laughs> You bring it, Scott. Yes, yes. I never said it was good. I said it was an homage. And actually, I don't dislike it. I think it's a perfectly fine kill. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm going to cry. <laughs> anyway, Mike, next on your list. Come on. we got a whole show to go here, buddy. Oh, fuck it. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Focus um, up. I'm going to go... Uh, I'll go with... Four. I'll go four next. Really? That low? Yeah. Wow. I'll go four next. Yeah. I will go wow. four next. All right. So that's your number seven. And my number eight is Halloween 2018. You're number seven. It's that low for you, really? Yeah, I didn't really enjoy it that much. You're a fucking idiot. I have been completely honest with you, Mike. I think it is a very flawed sequel. It's not. Um, however, it's not horrible. Uh, it's not I do horrible, regret right? having watched it twice in theaters, especially since our recorded episode never aired. 
I don't. Well, yeah, we um, never even... That recorded episode never even got recorded. Or it did get recorded, but it was lost, remember? Because of a yeah, frozen Yeah, I do computer. remember. Um, but uh, oh, it's, it's okay. I think a lot of people are giving it way too much credit. Um, it's a in fact, I think film. there are... I honestly think there are way better movies that have come out in the horror genre this year. I disagree. 4K so. all the way for that one. Uh, number, num- number six for you, Mike. Number six. I, um, trying to see here. All right, I guess I'll have to do um, two, the original. I'm wait, yeah, the original. All right. What did I say? Yeah, the original. Well there's there I I I think if you there's just say Halloween twos, two, most people know so. what you mean. Oh no yeah, no wait. Most people call yeah. it Rob Zombie's Halloween two, so Yeah. No, Rob I, Zombie's I think Halloween most two is a little higher. Yeah. Okay. Um uh, so anyway, uh, you're going with number two, which we, we've already covered that one. Uh, and actually, number seven for me is Halloween 2. So, Ooh, yeah. Wow. We're actually, somewhat in agreement. Somewhat. Yeah. So, uh, number five for you, Mike, would be what, uh, my friend? Zombies 1. Oh, okay, I I get that. Um, fair enough. Uh, all right. So number six for me is Halloween Six: The Curse of Michael Myers. Oh God! Ah. Oh God! <laughs> I know it hurts, but that's where it falls. What? But you're doing number that. So four, wait, buddy? is it theatrical cut or producer's cut? You didn't say which, because you're doing 12, remember? Yeah. Well, yes. you'll have to wait and see, won't you? Oh, my God. <sighs> Such like a woman. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, um, <clears throat> okay. Um, so then I will have to go with... Uh, Zombies Halloween 2. Alright. Alright, so that's your number 4, and my number 5 is actually Rob Zombies Halloween. Oh, good for you. (laughs) Number 3, Mike. Uh, let's see, number 3 is the original. Really? Number 3. Three is <clears throat> wow. I really you're 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 serious. I'm not kidding you. Although you know, that, I I do love all of these equally. It's just very difficult for me to rate them on your scale of rating because it's uh, you know. You, I'm, you're I'm you're a telling me right now fan. that if I'm you could only person. watch one, you you wow. Yeah, but that's three. You just blew my mind that you did not... That That is... the oh, Number three. Oh, my God. I just lost a little bit of respect for you. I just want you to know that right now. 
But okay, um, uh, number four for me would be Halloween six six six, the producer's cut. Ooh, I kind of enjoy that. <clears throat> I I kind of enjoy. So that. number two, Mike, would be Halloween from two thousand and eighteen. Ah. Blows my mind that it's even that high on your list because it's not a good film, but okay. I disagree entirely. It's not even comparable to the original, but apparently you enjoy it more. I do. Okay. On some level. Um, number three for me would be Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. Ugh. Well, you might as well go through your other ones because I only have one left, and that counts for both Which cuts. is... Halloween, or Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, correct? No. It's Halloween 6. Is my number <laughs> one. You should know this. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to say that. Um, Halloween 6 course, is the so... greatest Halloween film ever. There will never be one that will be better than that one. No. All right, and then, uh, all right, so for me, my final two are Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. All right. And then number one is, of course, John Carpenter's Halloween. Eh, I don't know. I don't think that can be, I mean, it's good and everything, but there are just certain ones that are better, I feel. Uh, I will be completely honest. Now, if we went off from last year where I just marathoned them for fun, uh, in October, yeah, I don't think it would have been number one. Well, see, that's that's why I, I don't, don't think it would have. That's why I don't I don't agree with with watching stuff for for podcasts. And I'll tell you because you said you know when you marathon them for fun, it's like you should watch everything for fun. I don't get the right. whole watching for like well, you know the review purposes. Like I get I get that. But it's like it seems like it takes some of the enjoyment out of it. You know what I mean? Like because you're watching it with a critical eye instead of watching it for the enjoyment of watching it. I never really watch anything with a critical eye. To be completely honest, I don't get paid for that bullshit. I, I just kind of I want to talk about my enjoyment level and what I take away from the film. And uh, for me, I mean, I think it was just a perfect storm with watching it, and I already talked about it on that episode, but man, I, I watched it late at night, it was dark, I was alone in the house, I think it was a full moon, because I could kind of catch some silhouettes uh, out on my porch and mm -hmm. stuff, and it, it, it just worked perfectly, it, it was an amazing experience, um, honestly, it kind of changed how I looked at it, uh, I mean, honestly, if we would have went Last year, it probably would have been... Six. It probably... Well, the producer's cut was real high. Mm -hmm. I didn't do Rob's. I just did the original. So it would have probably been... I'll just do top three. It would have probably been the original. Uh, six. Yeah. And then four. All right. But... I can get by You know, that. with this most recent viewing, man, I just... There was something about watching it, at least in that circumstance. It it was awesome, and I completely get why it was the trend center. And uh, it's just a great film. Mm. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, 
for its time, it definitely was. I just feel for that there, yeah. I just feel that you know we've grown and evolved since then. So that was going to be my question to you there, John. Like you, you're saying, like it's it's perfect from what it was. Have they not done better in the dozen attempts since? No. I will be completely honest. No. I don't think and any in elements of the probably films but made, as a whole none of them ever surpassed the original. I don't believe so. I, don't think. I really don't. Um I think Rob Zombie's Part 2 is probably about the closest. Um past that, I don't really think there's one that as a a whole surpasses it. Um Part 4 is a really fun film, but it's not even close to either one of those. I disagree. You're, you're, no. I mean, the producer's cut of Part 6 is probably out of the original sequels the closest to it, but uh, the the first is just iconic, in my opinion. I There's there's not one thing that I can really pinpoint about the first one that I think should be changed or has been improved upon. See, I can, I can kind of jump in a little bit with a comparison of a franchise, uh, a couple franchises like Die Hard or Predator, where many yeah, people would say nothing, n- nothing ever met the the originals, but at the same time, like those franchises had very weak follow ups. Even though I do like Die Hard Two elements, or like Three was a lot of fun, and I I enjoyed Four, but Five was crap. So it's like it's it's easy to see like there's not like real peaks and valleys in this. Like nothing comes close to the original because they were far inferior. Um, the Predator as well. Like it, the people can deride five of the six movies quite a bit. Nothing holds up to that first one, which just is people elevate it so high. Even though I like the the second versus one with aliens. I like Predators and I like Predator too. Um, but again, they're they're vastly below. As someone who has not seen all the Halloween movies, that's my tangent back into it. Um, it kind of surprised <laughs> me that something's gone on for so long, even though, yeah, they're dirt cheap. Like, the new Halloween movie cost $10 million and made, what, like 80 in the first weekend or something? Like, yeah, in, instant profit. Yeah, it, it cost $10 million for crying out loud. It's going to make that based on whatever they license it to Netflix alone. That's, that's where this thing comes in. So they're, they make it because they can. Like, it's easy to make. It's not like, oh, we need to challenge ourselves with Part 7. It, it's not that. But it is kind of weird to think that they've, after all this time, 40 years, they've never managed to recapture the magic or at least get better than. Mike, you, you're saying they have in ways, and John, you're even saying, like, other movies might be more fun, but not as good as the first. I uh, I guess there's your uh, your quantifier there. If it's more fun, you could argue it's better. But, you know what I mean? Exactly. See, John's looking right. at it through rose-colored glasses. That's his whole thing. <clears throat> he needs a reality I don't, I don't really think so. I, I really <laughs> think that it's it's a masterful film, and uh, I, I think it's one of those ele- or I can't say one of those cases where we're really seeing uh, a filmmaker really hitting his stride, and he goes on and makes classics, uh, like The Thing. Uh, I Those are the only two comparables in his catalog that are really just artful. Well, I know some will say Escape from New York as well, and they'll go down that road also for him. 
Um, uh, like his, oh, it's I mean, you said he hit a stride. Wasn't Halloween his first? I thought, or he might have had one I, before that. He had, I, I believe, he had uh, student projects. Nothing officially yeah. released. Well, that, but, no, those, yeah, this is really when he was that. hitting yeah. his stride, starting to get going. You know, um, it just it th- there's a, a critical element of it. I know you said you don't look at it from critical eye. You're not paid for that, but there is an element of it where you can't distance from it when you're watching something for the purpose of discussion. You are analytical. When you just sit down to watch, I hate the phrase "turn your brain off" because I, I I hate that. I hate that mentality. That should never be a thing. That means right. the movie's failing in my eyes. Um, but there should just be a case <laughs> of like, I want to see this, and here we go. And then you can pull out whatever you want from it. But when you look back on it critically, you can pull the movie apart in that way. But I always look on the bright side. If you all these listeners, when you go listen to my stuff, it's often a case of, like, here's the parts I like. Yeah, there's some parts in there that were kind of shit or crap or whatever, and there's problems here and there, but this is worth seeing because of this. And it's, I always bring it back to something like Citizen Kane. It blows my mind that people still say that's the best movie ever made. It was 1941. We have done better. <laughs> Let go. So, and I'm not saying that that's the case here, because if they just simply haven't gotten better, fair enough. But, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's hard to top the original. I get that. Sometimes you refuse to let things do it. I'm not saying that's what you're doing here. I haven't seen them. But it is interesting. Uh, an interesting thing to kind of keep in mind as well. Because when you really look at it... Um, I know I'm rambling. That's what I do. Welcome back, guys. It's good to be here. Um, my, the best <laughs> thing I can compare it to is the two movies for Blade and Blade 2. I'm ignoring Trinity. Blade is a better movie, but Blade 2 is a hell of a lot more fun, and I'll rewatch that one nine times out of ten yeah. over the first, even though Blade is probably a better movie. Like, conceptually and pacing and everything, it's probably a better structured film, but Blade 2 is hella fun. That's the, the way I look at things, so, yeah. Right. Um, and and I, I agree. Um, I'm really just saying, out of this franchise... And my opinion right now, at least after my recent viewings, I enjoyed this one the most. It affected me the most, and I think it's the best film out of them. However, I'm not saying it's the best horror film or the best slasher film. It's not, in my opinion. There are better. Well, yeah, part six is... We have improved, and there have been better before it. Yeah. Yeah. I... I, uh... So, we've, we've discussed this at length and whatnot, and, and we're kind of in the, the, the mode of, of digging into this, so yeah. why don't we just take our first little break, our first, our only little break. Only little and then, break. Uh, <clears throat> yes. And then... Yeah, I need to recover from what this you'll hear saying about the Hollywood Some of our messages... <laughs> You'll hear some of our listeners giving their lists, and then we will be back with the top five of 2018.
this will keep it quiet. Oh, hi there. I didn't see you. You caught me cutting a new show. I'm Bo Ransdell, and I'm one of the many creators you can find on Legion Podcasts. I said quiet! My fellow podcasters and I work hard to bring you the best in horror podcasting, but that comes at a cost. What's that like to live deliciously? Not that, but also, yes. No, what I'm getting at is that there are server costs, costs for good microphones and software for editing, all the things that make our shows, you know, fun to listen to. And you can help. If you're enjoying the shows on legionpodcasts.com or in the Legion Network available on iTunes and Stitcher, just about anywhere you can download a podcast, really, you can help us out and get a little something for your trouble at patreon.com forward slash legionpodcasts. For just two bucks a month, you get a pair of movie commentaries exclusive to Patreon, and for $5, you can also join us for a monthly screening of a movie. All of that available on patreon.com forward slash legion podcasts. We appreciate it, and thank you for listening. Now, back to the cutting room. Hey there, all you rabbit and redders, redites, redulons. I think is what the kids are calling it now. Hey, this is Bo from uh, Legion Podcast stuff, uh, including uh, Devour the Podcast and Hero Hero Go Show and Duncan and Bo Come Correct, etc., etc. You've uh, probably heard me around. Um, at any rate, uh, John uh, asked me for a top five list of 2018, and let me give uh, honorable mentions up front uh, to a movie I haven't seen yet, but will be seen after i record this which is uh spider-man uh into the spider-verse uh into the Webiverse. i don't know whatever it is um I, that is probably gonna be great i've heard nothing but great things about it i'm really looking forward to it i just haven't seen it yet uh but the way people are talking about it leads me to believe uh it could in fact be on uh my top 10 list for the year so uh, you know, there's an asterisk around uh, my number five here, let's say. Because uh, in another world, I could see Into the Spider-Verse uh, taking that spot. Um, but let's start with number five. Speaking of, uh, Game Night. Look, here's the thing, people. I'm a sucker for a good comedy. And so seldom uh, does one come down the pipe. Um, this is another one, like, on at first glance, I thought it looked very routine uh it's jason bateman it's rachel mcadams the premise is they're hosting a a weekly game night with some friends and things get out of hand but it's no sillier a premise than something like the in-laws or you know any classic comedy uh so what matters is i think the movie is very funny the characters are really good like movies like this are kind of live and die by the incidental characters of the film and the little sub stories going on and i think all of them are really clever in this movie and i just want to give a little bit of credit to a movie that manages to be funny and relatable and silly and weird and be on on its surface a regular like hollywood office christmas party style movie that's completely missable and i think that would be a shame so if you haven't seen game night i would urge you to give it a shot i I found it to be very funny and i've seen it a couple of times now um my number four boy this year uh game night aside like that that is almost uh, an honorable mention in my mind 
just because I feel like more people ought to see that. But every other movie on this list is just a banger. Number four is Hereditary. It's the movie that set the horror world on fire uh, earlier this year. Um, the reason it makes my list, though, is less for the horrific parts of the movie, which are, is actually my least favorite part of Hereditary. The last act is the thing I like least in the movie. Uh, it's just the first two acts are so good, how do you deny the third? Um, uh, Tony Collette is incredible in this movie in a way that is heartbreaking and terrifying and it, it she's amazing in it uh it it's an incredible performance uh gabriel Byrne does exactly what he ought to do which is kind of not be in the movie while still being in the movie um anyway it, it's fantastic i just can't say enough good things about hereditary even with the the ending i i think mike flanagan when talking about the haunting of hill house uh said himself that uh, it, it's the questions that are interesting, not the answers. And I think the mystery of Hereditary is better than the resolution of that mystery. But it, it's still fine. It And there's some creepy uh, visuals for sure. But there's just nothing that, that packs the emotional wallop of some of those earlier scenes. Like, it, it just peaks early emotionally for me and never gets there again. Um, but it's great. If you haven't seen Hereditary, holy shit. Just watch it for the Tony Collette performance and you'll be fine. Um, my number three is Avengers Infinity War. I, I'm a, a, a Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe apologist in many ways. I enjoy most of those movies. Although I saw Ant-Man and the Wasp and not so much, I don't, I don't think. But uh, Avengers Infinity War does what all the Avengers movies do, uh, which is make all of these characters come together in a way that makes sense. This one gets even more gonzo with that, where you have, you know, Thor with rocket raccoon and the surly Groot and you know it's just the best it it like Kevin Feige Feige uh I think it's Kevin Feige actually the guy running uh the Marvel Cinematic Universe now he just knows how to do it you know he he has an obvious love for this material and it, it comes through like there's a vision for the Marvel Cinematic Universe when this stuff comes together it feels fun even in the wake of a movie that's ultimately kind of a downer which makes it even more remarkable that this movie ends in a way that's just like well I know there's children crying in the theater now so goodbye everybody here's a little Captain Marvel teaser uh, see you again in a few months uh, I thought it was, it was great I, I loved it uh, you know I, I think that the Marvel Cinematic Universe continues to build on uh, on a very sound foundation of characters and uh, and, and I love it uh, I'm, like I said I'm, I'm a bit of a fanboy uh, and I thought uh, Infinity, War, Infinity War really delivered and um, looking forward to the next one was it uh, Endgame uh, where <laughs> aka releasing a bunch of people from contracts that are draining that studio dry no, 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 okay. They're making all the money. Um, anyway, let's get to number two, which is The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, uh, the new Coen Brothers joint, What Dropped on Netflix, which is kind of a, like, an ignoble landing place for that movie. It deserves a theatrical run, but also I totally understand why you would never put this movie in theaters. It's a anthology of stories about death set in the Old West. And some of them are silly and charming. Some of, them, some of them are the most grim things you ever saw. 
Uh, some of them are these kind of heady discussions about the nature of life uh, as told through the lens of like a hammer film. It's just the best. I love everything about it, even the story that is my least favorite in it, which is uh, the gal who got rattled. It's uh, the, the penultimate story of the anthology. Uh, runs a little bit longer than the rest, and I, I don't know that the punchline made the journey worthwhile, but it's still great. It's still great. It's like the one I like the least, and it's still good Coen Brothers. And then there's one where Tom Waits is an old West panhandler. Not panhandler, uh, gold panner, whatever you call them. Panhandlers? Isn't what that came from? I don't know. Um, but it's just, it's the best. It, like, if you've ever liked the Coen Brothers, you owe it to yourself to see The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Uh, it, it's a tremendous, tremendous piece of work by the Coen Brothers. Um, the, the opening one, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, the titular story, is just a hoot. And, and it, like, it, that's how they sucker you in, because it's like, oh, that was so light and wonderful. Oh, I almost forgot that it was about death and murder and mayhem. And now here's the second story to really bum us all out a little bit more, which is also kind of funny. Anyway, um, you you should absolutely see that. It's my number two movie for the year. My number one movie of the year is uh, the Mandy by uh, the guy what did uh, Beyond the Black Rainbow, which is a movie I thought was a lot of style and no substance. You can certainly make that argument of Mandy, I suppose. I think that Mandy is just the announcement of a unique talent. Um, I think that... Uh, what's his name? Co- uh, Cosmatos is his last name. He's the son of the guy who did um, Tombstone. And at any rate, he uh, just dumped this vision from his brain onto the screen via Nicolas Cage. It is visually stunning. It is an auditory wonder. It is, uh, it's just tremendous. It's a tremendous, tremendous piece of work. I think it's incredibly entertaining. It's darkly funny, but also just a a mindfuck of narrative weirdness. It's just, you have to see it. Oh my God. If you haven't seen Mandy, what are you doing with yourself? Um, it's just one of those movies that I know I'm going to go back to for years and discover little things about. Um, and, and that's always exciting when you see a movie that you know is going to be a personal favorite for some time. Um, so yeah, my number one movie is Mandy. I I think Nicolas Cage is tremendous in it. Um, it is just a, a unhallucinatory wonderland of violence and, and revenge and it's it's gorgeous there there are things that happen in that movie that are so surreal and wonderful and it feels like a, a movie so dipped in 70s uh sort of you know wizard on the van style airbrushed wonder uh there's a, a real heavy metal element to it that i i, I genuinely appreciate it it, it's just tremendous, and it, it, like I said, it, it's not only my favorite movie of the year, it's a movie that, uh, as soon as I saw it once, I watched it immediately again, and uh, and and realized that it was a movie I was going to continue to watch for years to come, because there's just something special about it, there's something special happening in, uh, in Mandy, um, at least for me, I know there are some people who, who are just like, I don't get it, whatever, uh, but for me, it spoke to me in a way that... that 
was like fundamental to the core of who I am where I was just like yes this this resonates on a frequency that I I exist uh, I exist on I inhabit that frequency so anyway that's my top five for the year uh, thanks so much for listening and, and thanks for listening to Rabbit and Red and uh, keep up the good work guys and happy new year so uh, thanks uh, from me to you guys for uh, another year of, uh, of great fun so um, bye see you in a year hey there John and Mike and the, re- the redheads out there this is your old pal Jason Gray and I'm here to give you not my top five best movies of the year because everyone's doing that and you're probably sick of hearing about how great Mandy and Hereditary are which hey those opinions aren't wrong I actually agree with them and that's why I'm not doing a top five if you know me if you visited triskaudecaviles.com, if you've listened to the bloodstream, you know I live amongst trash movies. I love finding the bad and weird. So that's what I'm going to do today. I'm giving you listeners my top five picks for the most what-the-fuck movies of 2018. And I'm calling it that and not the worst movies of 2018, because some of these aren't so bad, they're just really weird. Some are dumb... Some are really low budget. One of them really pisses me off. So I'm not going to waste any more time, and I'm just going to get right into it. And an honorable mention I want to bring up right away is Sci-Fi Channel's Santa Jods. And I'm really only bringing this one up because on the Rabbit and Red Instagram page, y'all brought up a Santa Jods poster that was literally a mashup of the Jaws poster but with a Santa hat added. And I was like, no, wait. They've actually made this movie. It is gloriously bonkers fun, and by the end of it, you have a shark with a candy cane narwhal horn, shattered Christmas ornaments for teeth, and a Santa hat on its dorsal fin. So much fun, but not so great. Next up, and I'm sticking with sharks here, my number five movie of whatever this worst of is, is House Shark. This is an absolutely absurd parody of the original Jaws movie. The plot is more or less the same, except somehow there is a shark inside a house, and for some reason everyone in this movie is named after presidents. The movie is gory, it's absurd, it knows what it is, and it hits that right line of, yes, we're making a bad fun movie, but they get the tone just right that it's a lot of fun and definitely worth checking out. Next up at number four is Soft Matter. I have no idea where to even begin describing this movie. You know how a lot of people talk about Hereditary and Mandy and a couple other movies, uh, The Witch, and and stuff like that, as art house cinema? Soft Matter is really an art house movie. You have a couple of kids that love doing art projects, and they stumble into a supposedly abandoned hospital where a lot of illicit scientific experiments are going on to try to find the secret of immortality. There are a bunch of field experiments they run across, plus the doctors in charge of it, And at some point, a fish god comes up out of a seaweed-filled mop bucket and explains the origin of why it gifted certain creatures with immortality through sock puppets and crayon drawings. If that wasn't bonkers enough already, the movie culminates in a fight between two characters in darkness and black light with weird day-glow marker superpower drawings over them. And this is just scratching the surface of the levels of what the fuck with this movie. It really is this surrealist nightmare pile of strangeness that defies easy description 
and I have just kept coming back to it over and over during the course of the year. In all honesty, it's probably the best worst movie of the year for me. So following that, we're getting into the real garbage heap. At number three is Jurassic Games. This is a dumb as shit movie set in the near future where criminals are being put into a virtual reality world where they're being chased by dinosaurs. And if they reach the end goal of the virtual game, they get to go free. It's The Running Man meets Virtual Reality meets Jurassic Park. And it is every bit as out there and dumb as that description sounds. It's stupid but fun, and that's my number three worst movie. Coming in at number two is A Place in Hell. This movie tried. It tried really hard. And I give it a lot of credit because at the end of the day, it does manage to piece together a well-made movie. It looks good, at least. But ultimately, I have no idea what the story of this movie even was. Despite that, I'm going to try and tell you anyways. It's about a bunch of film students who go out to this abandoned farm to try to make a horror movie for their project. And oh, it also just so happens to be the hideout of a serial killer that was last seen five years ago. There's really no plot to this. They go to the farm, the killer picks them off, until in the last five minutes, the cops decide, oh wait, we should show up so this movie can actually end. It's just a mess of a plot. There's no twists. You know who the killer is from the opening of the movie. It's just waiting to see who's going to die when. And now, my number one worst movie of 2018. And this is a shocker. This is an exclusive. I literally just watched this an hour ago. Before I sat down to record, I watched a little movie called The Dawn Seeker. This movie is terrible. Where to begin? It's a sci-fi action epic movie with no budget to be a sci-fi action epic movie. It's set in the future, and they give the year three different times, and they're all different. The acting style of this movie is passionate disinterest, as everyone just kinda stares as stuff happens. They throw words out there that mean nothing, it's just a jumble of word salad half the time. It doesn't even raise itself up to the competent level of techno babble. It's just endless strings of bullshit words. And they're all trying to avoid being caught by this monster they call the Dawn Seeker. Why? I don't know. It supposedly sounds cool. I disagree. Everyone just looks so bored to be in this movie as they're running around the backwoods of Oklahoma. I, I mean the far future. I have never seen a movie that is so dull while there is lasers and explosions and fighting going on. And the reason it's so dull and boring is because everyone looks so bored to be there in the first place. So there you have it. The five most what the fuck movies of 2018. So I've gone on for long enough. I'm gonna kick things back to John and Mike. And remember, keep things weird. Alright, bring us back and then Jesus uh, Christ, I was in the middle of it. Hold on. Oh god. Take two. Okay. Actually, I'm going to open it with that. So we're good. Um, all right, and we're back. And it's whatever the fuck this thing is. I guess we're going through our top five of 2018. And some listeners have uh, yeah. sent us some lists in with their top fives and some honorable mentions and some more goodies and yeah. 
<laughs> All right, so yeah, let's uh, let's get through our listeners list, oh. and then uh, we can dive into our own. So, Mike, why don't you kick us off? You mean okay? <laughs> you mean okay? So, Lance Wagner sends in a top five, and his top five, and you know, I'm glad that these are not all horror films. Thank God you people watch more than horror. Okay. Well, don't worry, that's yeah, why I'm here. Well, we, we said top five films. We didn't specify. There's no reason that we should just be discussing one thing. I watched uh, a hell of a lot more than horror, and I know everyone else did, too. So yes. You watched a hell of a lot more than horror. Maybe not, Mike. Whores? Okay, I'm sure you did. All right. <clears throat> okay. So, Lance Wagner writes... Number five was Deadpool 2. Great film. Loved it as well. I know John hated it. <clears throat> He's a Deadpool hater. I understand. I did not. Deadpool 2? What? He fucking hated it. I'm learning so many things him, today. Don't let him I'm tell you so any different. Today. Don't let him tell you any oh different, Scott. I, he hated it. I'm That's actually the hard. one that introduced Mike to oh, Deadpool. Okay. It's way better <laughs> than the first one, too. Yeah, exactly, to be but he hates it. I actually it. enjoyed the first one more, but I thought no. this one was pretty damn good. Fuck you, you no. hated it. No, it's, yeah, it's, it, yeah, no. You hated it, John, and you told me you hated it. <laughs> no, I didn't. I told you I hated Halloween. No, 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 but you did not, no, no, no. But you don't like Deadpool 2 as much as I like Deadpool 2, and I love Deadpool 2. Okay. I wanted to be Deadpool after I watched film, Deadpool but 2. But anyway... <laughs> Mike, you know we have, like, 11 lists to get through, right? Okay, well, Deadpool 2 is important. <laughs> All right, so... <laughs> number four is Bohemian Rhapsody. I haven't seen this one, but I enjoy The Queen, so I'm sure I'll pick it up when it comes out on February 12th on um, 4K, Blu-ray, and DVD. <clears throat> number three, Avengers Infinity War. I haven't seen any of those, so I don't have any stake in this franchise, so... But that's that. Number two, number two, which should be number one, but it's number two, is (laughs) Halloween 2018. Actually, it's just called Halloween, but they add 2018 to differentiate. Um, I actually did that. Well, um, I I refuse to just call it Halloween. Well, it it needs that little asterisk. It it needs something. So not not when you're talking about 2018 releases. Exactly. See, thank yeah. you, Scott. Thank I hate you, that they Scott. call it Halloween. Thank you. Thank you. Did you realize they're probably going to call Ghostbusters? Halloween? I hate that. Well, you realize are probably call the next Ghostbusters just Ghostbusters as well, right? Like, we're in that era now. Yeah. The Predator. We're, here we go. That's Get used to a lot of the Hellboy. I'm, I'm okay with here that. we go. It's happening. So I'm okay with I'm I'm okay with that. Just this, no. Not okay <laughs> with that. That's such a... You're, you're... That's a double standard if there ever was that's, one. Come on, man. That's, that, that's yeah, childish. I'm okay with that. That's well, childish. wasn't there? Eh, doesn't matter. Childish. You, I'm okay You're with a double standard cool. when it comes to something like this. I'm like, okay with it. Three I agree. movies it in the same standard, franchise but... called Halloween is kind of hilarious, but yeah, anyway. And yeah. number one is the Nicolas Cage starter that I have not seen. I did purchase. I have not watched yet. Story of my life is Mandy. Yeah. Yes. Right. You watch it. I actually do really want to watch that you, one. <coughs> you should yeah. see it. 
it um I can't even describe it accurately. It's not a horror movie, I can tell you that though. I we talked about that a bit. It's not a horror um, movie. Everyone who says it is, it's not. It's a revenge movie. It's got horror elements. Uh, it's horror. So it's like Death Wish. Well, well, well more more so. No. No. Like more like Crow. It's more revenge than anything else. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But um Imagine All right, I will go uh, the crow. Hmm. It would be a horrible film. I disagree, but continue. Oh, and see, Scott. Knows I mean, the Bronson whole point of the crow is the fact that the whole point of the crow is that you get emotion and everything from Eric Draven, not a wooden performance. Jesus Christ, Bronson! <laughs> yeah. At least in everything that you've shown me, Mike is literally a walking, talking mannequin. He's not wrong. That was his shtick. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's accurate. Yeah. No, that's good. Powerful. And that's why I say it would be bad because you would get none of the grief, none of the pain. You would get none of that from Draven. Well, that wouldn't be Eric Draven. That would be a different crow. You could yeah. do that. Yeah. That'd be fine. They have done that with Edward Forlong. And, yeah. 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 No, it wasn't great at all. No. <laughs> right, Reviewed so, all four. Um, They're dog shit. Yeah. Uh, I like some of them. Mm, first one. I like part two. Mm. Anyway, what's, what's the next list? <laughs> uh, Ricky Morgan. Um, Ricky writes in. Crap! I didn't even watch five movies from this year. <laughs> Fucking seriously. I mean, come on, man. Really? that That's your best? But he came back, and he did say that uh, Bohemian Rhapsody is his favorite of the year that he has see seen. That. So at see least he, he tossed us one. Yes. I kind of want to know what the other, what, two or three were, because there weren't four more. That would be five. I Well, he, he just he said that he didn't watch enough to feel comfortable or at least that's how I'm taking it and you watch that, some porn yeah. <laughs> well we did make him watch a very bad movie with Tiny Tim in it yeah, yeah but so, that was uh, from 87 yeah we still made him watch it this year mm. and that probably traumatized him probably uh, poor Ricky Oh. All right, Scott, you want to do one of them for us? Sure, uh, I've got one of the lists here. Uh, Vanessa McEnery, Black Klansman is number five, and I got stuff to read. Spike Lee was on his game with this <laughs> one, and the Ron Stallworth biography is a true story that is too crazy not to bring to the big screen, even if there are some slight embellishments. Yeah, I haven't seen Black Klansman yet, but I know the Stallworth story. It looks awesome. Plan to watch it. It looked like a lot of fun. Uh, number four was Suspiria. There was no way this could meet how much I love the original, but this is a proper reimagining. It's both an homage to the source material and its own story. There's a new Suspiria, which is one of those blasphemous kind of remakes you can hear about. What do you guys think of that new Suspiria? Do you see it yet? Uh, I will see it when it comes out on the 29th of this month. Ah. Um, I, unfortunately, don't have... Uh stable enough internet at the cabin in the woods to actually stream anything. So anything that premiered 
digitally this year, I the did not get to see. So it was theatrical. A very limited, limited yeah. run, Mike. Yes. Uh, and, number three, a very is... limited run, and you know that I work a week straight at a time. So unfortunately, <laughs> yes. <coughs> All right, number three: the miseducation of Cameron Post. Heard of this one? Don't know anything about it though. Mm-hmm. Let's read. Excellent drama about LGBTQ conver- conversion therapy. Speaking as a lesbian, this is Vanessa. Uh, it has some of the most authentic lesbian sex. There you go. There's a, some reference, guys. Oh. Um, it's between teenagers. <laughs> Wait, stop the reference. Stop the reference right there. And it's appropriately and accurately keeps the awkwardness that all teenage sex, regardless of gender and sexual orientation, has in real life. The entire film has characters that feel genuine. That's a pretty good selling point there. That that's, sounds pretty good. Yeah. Number two, level 16. Was lucky enough to catch this feminist dystopia at the Brooklyn Horror Film Fest with the director. Well, that's awesome. Uh, it struck a chord with me as it examined society's expectations of female beauty and purity while maintaining the horror of imprisonment. You have to see it when it hits VOD release, I think, this spring. There goes one for the list, Mike, when it comes in DVD as well. Yes. Oh, sorry, 4K Blue, my mistake. And number one, Hereditary. <laughs> I know that everyone's cup of tea, but the performances are so powerful in this for me. Just give Tony Collette every acting award, please. I did hear big things about that movie all year long. Scott, so yeah. please don't watch it. I've heard it's kind of shit too. Oh, please don't watch it's it. It's not my style, so I'm probably not going to bother ever. To be to be honest. Thank God, please don't. By the way, horror is not my thing. Everybody listening, I don't care for horror. It's got its place, but I'm an action guy, so yeah. Uh, it's an action it, movie. It, to me, honestly, it honestly to me feels more like a, a family drama. <laughs> and that is totally not my thing. She is. She is very good in it. Um, but family dramas are really not my thing. So for the first what hour and a half, this thing is not resonating with me at all. And in fact, I had to rewatch it because the first time I just completely lost interest within the first hour until the possession and haunting stuff came up and caught my attention. I was just bored out of my mind. Although the so. high point of that film for me was when Gabriel Byrne gets lit on fire and is burning in the living room <laughs> of the house. Yes, I enjoyed mm-hmm. that immensely. Of course you did. Alright, Mike, you got another one for us? Okay. And Abraham Ram writes to us with number five. <laughs> You might be the killer. I believe that's a Shutter original, and I think it has some um, comedic elements to it as well. I'm not positive, but it does. Uh, number four is Satan, Satan, Satan's slaves. Satan's slaves. Yeah, I don't yes, know what there the you go. It is, but English okay. is hard. Yes, it is. Number three is Overlord, which will be out in February. Um, on the home entertainment circuit. Number two is Halloween. Not Halloween 2018, Halloween. And uh, number one is um, Hereditary, which is... I, I, I don't get it, but okay. You people love it. Love it. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm happy for you. Love it. I don't love it. I can't get it, but love it. Go ahead. Makes you feel old, doesn't it? All right. Oh, uh, whatever, whatever that new thing is. Oh, it's it. I don't understand it. I went like to the movies dumpsters. to see that fucking movie. I went to the movies to see it. 
I'm only going to mm-hmm. be 40 this month. Or not this month, this year. Uh, you know, in, in like nine short months, I'll be 40. Hey, but it's happening. There you go. Yeah, I'm, I'm up there. But I remember I went to the movies with um my friend to see this. And after the movie, we looked at each other and we're like, what the fuck did we just watch? And I said, Ooh. I don't know. I really don't know what we watched. I think we watched something that's just very painful and excruciating to watch for the last two hours and seven minutes. I believe that's how long it is. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 ugh. God. Ooh. 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 I bought the 4K, but, you know, because... <laughs> that's Mike for you. Because I had intended on trying to watch it again. But, you know, after hearing all these people, like, suck its cock, I, I just, I can't. I, I just, I, I can't. I, I, I can't. There are worthwhile features or commentary to maybe give you some insight into it of some kind. I don't know if there's or, commentary on it because they kind I'm, of, they've, a lot no. of discs have, like, dropped out, like, studios have cut out with ah. commentary shit. Eh, hopefully. Yeah, commentaries are almost non-existent anymore. That's unfortunate. Deadpool has one, though. That's right. Alright. Um, Alright. Uh, Cody Robinson writes in. He says that he has been racking his brain on this for some time. Uh, let's see. He says, I haven't watched a lot of movies this year. However, I loved Halloween. I really enjoyed The Mule and Christopher Robin. The Predator was a hell of a lot of fun and a nice throwback flick. He also enjoyed The Babysitter, saying it was a solid horror comedy. Hmm. The Babysitter. All right. All right. Babysitter. (laughs) I can't remember. Scott, do you have another one? That's it. I got another one here from uh, Ryan Lewis. Now, right. there's an honorable mention. Do we say too bad and move on? <laughs> no, go for it. Yeah, Alright, the honorable mention was Deadpool 2. Uh, he said, what can I say? More Deadpool goodness. Can't get enough. See, but John, number five, not everybody hates it. Sorry, Scott, continue. No, I never five, said I hated it. It was, it was in competition, Mike. It just didn't make the cut. Uh, number five, Avengers Infinity War. Uh, it says, wow, what a fucking epic comic movie. Number four, Halloween. Oh my just a great, god. Just a great time at the movies. Not perfect, but as a Halloween fan, it's great to not have a shitty sequel. Should be number one, Ryan. <laughs> what are you doing? Number three, Mandy. Goddamn this movie. So good. And there's, I think, seven total exclamation points in there. Uh, number two, A Quiet Place. <laughs> As a father and a husband, I couldn't help but put my family into the story. It kind of fucked me up. I've heard great things about A Quiet Place. Um, like I said, horror is not my thing, but I kind of want to go in and see this one. So I've heard great things about that. Uh, it, it's I, I mean, with you not being a horror fan, uh, it might resonate with you more. Mm. I, I, I don't have a family or anything to really connect with this. I thought it was a little lacking in the horror department. I didn't find it scary. I thought it was kind of predictable. This, um, I this, just thought this it was really lacking teeth. This may be an old comparison then, but um, 
I, I, call, I used to call this crouching tiger syndrome, where people were blown away by crouching tiger, hidden dragon. But to someone who'd seen a decade worth of Hong Kong martial arts movies prior to that, it's like, yeah, I've seen all this before. It just looks it's good, but this is not new and blowing my mind. Is that that sounds like what you're saying here? Like, it doesn't do anything that a diehard horror fan yeah. has never seen before? Okay, gotcha. Well, I also don't have a family to kind of connect with this and be like, oh, shit. That's true. Right. Hey, I was just watching it, and it's like, yep, <coughs> yep that's going to happen. Oh, of course she's not well, going to die. Yeah, he's going to die now. Well, let's go to number one for Ryan Lewis. Hereditary. No other movie has affected me like this one this year. It fucked me up. I'm sorry. It was fucked up. It made me feel shit. And the main thing, uncomfortable. I can't ask for anything more in a horror film. See, that's why I don't like horror, though. That's why I don't bother. (laughs) I don't want that. I don't want any of that. That's not my (laughs) thing. And I can take nothing away from that. I mean, if it affected Ryan in that way, it affected him. And good on you, man, that you had that experience. I still don't get it. um, (laughs) All right. uh, I kind of got bored of sending people lists. So I'm just going to try and power through these. We'll discuss them and then we'll get into our list. We've got a couple more. Oh, my God. Okay. All right, uh, Rich Style writes in saying, you know, I've been trying to put a list together and come up with five that deserve it. He says, it really wasn't a great year. There were decent movies, but not many will stand the test of time. Hell, a few years from now, no one will be talking about any of them. That's actually all Rich sent us, so damn, that's... uh, that's pessimistic and bleak, man. Oh my god. Come on, Rich. He's on your page, John. Yes! He's a pessimist. Be happy. <laughs> Alright, Cole uh, from Accurately Unstable, he wrote in and he actually has some honorable mentions. Uh, he has Piwak, um, Mom and Dad, and Downrange listed as honorable mentions. All right, number five for Cole is Summer of 84. Uh-huh. Number four is Leprechaun. Isn't it actually Leprechaun Returns or something yes, like that? Leprechaun Returns, yes. Okay. Uh, I've been, I actually want to see that. Anyway, yeah. um, number three is The House That Jack Built. Yeah, I heard a lot about that, that yes. one. That's a fucked up um, I've, I've, from everything I've heard, yes. Uh, number two is Hereditary. Okay. And number bad. one is Mandy. Uh, and Cole also wanted us to notice that there is absolutely no Halloween listed. I'm so, very disappointed. Yes, duly that, noted, okay. Cole. I'm disappointed, <laughs> but okay. All right. Uh, next is Mario Fargus. I probably fucked that up, but sorry. Uh, he actually did a worst five and then a top five. Oh. So the worst five for him is uh, starting with number five, Winchester. Yeah. Uh, number four, The Night Eats the World. Yeah. I've heard of it. I actually have only heard good things. So uh. Number three, The Cloverfield Paradox. I did watch that. I didn't think it was the uh, worst, but I was. Meh. Whoa. 
it, it's streaming only. I want to see it. I just I can't. Uh, number two, uh, Day of the Dead. Oh, yeah, that, this wasn't very good. Is that Day of the Dead? Two? The remake. Well, no, they did. Yeah, then, then no. Wait. Did they do? Wait, did they do? No, a there's Day a new. Oh, they they it's remade not a it again. Two, it's another remake. Oh god. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Fuck that. I mean, it's not horrible, but it yes, is definitely it is. not good. It's, um, it's number horrible. one is The Open House. I haven't even heard of this one. I think that's streaming only. That's probably why you haven't heard of it. It's a Netflix okay. deal. So yeah. for his top... Ah. So for his top five, uh, number five is Overlord. He says, although it feels more like a war movie than a horror movie, I actually really enjoyed it as well as the concept of human experiments. The first 15 minutes blew my mind. It's it's a very good film. Uh, highly enjoyable, well worth seeing, and I do agree, it's much more of a uh, war film than a horror film, but hey, whatever. Um, number four is Ghostland, and he goes on to say, even though I expected something as brutal as Martyrs, this... N- did not disappoint. The concept is very chilling, and the twist in the story I did not expect. Stressful and entertaining from start to finish. Well, he's kind of sold me on it. (coughs) Well said, Scott. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) Number three for him is Mandy. He goes on to say, when I finished watching this movie, I just sat back and said, what the fuck? It's a great movie, although it certainly requires patience at the beginning. It's neon lights, science fiction, and heavy metal aesthetic gets this rare script. I don't think it's really that rare. To become a fascinating experience. Oh, it's not rare at all. That's though. the one thing I will say about that one. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think the story is no, all that no. original. About the execution it. absolutely is. It, exactly. Exactly. All right. Number two for him is Hereditary. He says personally, I think it's one of the best horror films in years. Tony Collette is magnificent, and the movie catches you from the beginning and gives you a spooky ride with a very disturbing ending. It did not catch me, as I've already said, with the beginning, but hey, a lot of people have it on their list, so... Halloween's better. Has to be good, right? It did something right for a lot of people. Exactly. And number one, and this is actually the first time it's been on this list, wow, is Terrifier. He yeah. says the performance of David Howard T. as Art the Clown is amazing and terrifying. Without a doubt, uh, Damien Leone has created one of the best villains that has come out lately in any slasher. I really believe that Art has the potential to become a new icon in horror. The movie is shocking, brutal, and a lovely, gory 80s throwback. Wow. Uh, I was, uh... Concise. Well, I have a, a good better list. 80s right, throwback than that, but... Yeah. You'll get right, We got two more. Let's get through them. 
All right, Travis Black. He has honorable mentions. He says uh, Goosebumps 2 Haunted Halloween. Ooh, that is now out on 4K. As is Hellfest. House with a clock in its wall. Those were his honorable mentions. And that is a fun one, not going to lie. That's a good one. Which one? House with a clock in its wall. Uh, The house? It's... It, it's okay. uh, to sum it up quickly. It is very kid friendly, yes, but it does things where it's like it doesn't shy away from the fact that at one point there is a book with blood and teeth in it, and it's like it's like things that like, a little a kid shouldn't see. And oh, it's scary. It's like oh, it's forbidden. Kind of, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. It, they don't shy right. away from it, so they kind of own up the dark magic aspects of things. It's just it's a legit fun movie like that. It's good. Very nice. All right. Um, number five is Venom. Number Ooh. four is Halloween. Uh. <laughs> number three is <laughs> Avengers: Infinity War. I, I can't hold that anymore. Sorry. <laughs> wow, that hurt. Oh, I'm sorry, John. Go ahead. You said <laughs> Avengers number three for those who I coughed over. Sorry about that. Yeah. Avengers number three, uh, number two is Deadpool two, and uh, then number one for him is Ready Player One. Uh, mm. I can get behind that. See, with with Venom yeah. and House Clarks Walls, Ready Player One, I can see the tastes in there. I have no arguments against that. There's problems with many, but yeah, some some good fun stuff in there for sure. Yeah, and then uh, finally we have Keith Miller. And this is just simple, straight to the point. Number five, Deadpool 2. Number four, uh, Annihilation. I don't know much about that, I'm sorry. Uh, Number three, Hereditary. Uh, Number two, Halloween 2018. I did not add it this time. This was Keith. Good job, Keith. And (laughs) number one is Mandy. Mandy. Again. Hereditary and Mandy seem to be dominating it. Yeah, look at that. Yeah. Yeah, on a lot of people's lists. All right, so uh, I guess it's time for our list. It's it's time to dive into it now. Um, So do you guys just want to do honorable mentions and just kind of briefly touch upon those? I know I have some. I don't I have Scott any. Does, so and Mike you guys have doesn't. some. No, I don't. Yeah. Yeah, I could easily do some honorables. Um, All right. Go for it, Scott. Oh, fuck. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, I was ready to eat a moment. Five. I can go. I already have a list. Um, well, uh, how about I go and then. You well, no, I've got them, but it's like, is that one? No, I've got them all here. I've got the list. I'm good. I'm good. Like, I've been mentioning some as we went, like Venom and stuff like that. And Deadpool 2 is an honorable for me, probably. Ready Player One was fun. Um, I will unabashedly say that I enjoyed The Meg. That was a very fun movie. I don't care what anybody says. That movie knew what it was, and it was a blast. And Ralph Breaks the Internet. I really and I guess, thought about watching that, and I just haven't yet. I'm sorry. What, The Meg? Yeah, yeah. Do it. Um, All all I I will say is that... All I will say about it is it does everything you expect, and then you realize there's half of a movie still to go. And then it just starts to defy (laughs) things and do things you don't expect. I'm like, that's brilliant. It's so... it's Yeah, it's awesome. Also, it's Jason Statham fighting a shark. You can't go wrong. Um, No. I'd probably round out 
uh, like Ralph Breaks the Internet would be in there. That was a lot of fun. But I'm like, so was Venom. Solo had its moments and things. And yeah, Predator's not on my my, my honorables. Um, but Aquaman, I think, almost is in my top five. Not gonna lie, Aquaman. Um, unlike a lot of others, I went in with hope because it looked like it was fun, and it was. It was a big, awesome, crazy action movie that I really enjoyed. So yeah. Well, my actual top five. Uh, oh, go ahead. I I was just gonna say Aquaman's never. I I even thought the trailers looked bad. It, it hasn't just. There's something about it that just hasn't caught my attention. So well, you're a yeah, Marvel fan. I, I don't that's know why. No, um, I love. It looks very of, cartoonish, very much like a kids' film to me, and I don't know. Well, how dare they put color in movies? Yeah. No, See, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not grading it on that. I'm just saying, from what the trailers presented, it looked yeah. more like it was for. Like twelve, thirteen year olds. Then it is. Yeah. See, you know, Scott. It, here's the problem. It, it is for that. That's the generation where he was. It starts in 1983 when he's born. <laughs> he's like 35. We're the old guys now. They're not making them for yeah, us. That's anymore. my age. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. They're not. No. So, so you're, he's my like, age. Yeah, <laughs> but it's not made for the 35 year olds. It's made for the 12 year olds. We're not. It's okay. Like, and, no, but they are. <laughs> They're not making them for us. We've we've gotten too old for these, <laughs> even though we can still enjoy them. We've aged out. They're, no, they're the Marvel ones now. all appeal to me. Even the trailers, they appeal yeah. to me. It's just this one didn't. So. And that's what I don't... I mean, I don't really get why. Because when you look at the new Spider-Man trailer, it really has nothing different from this one. Like I, I'm not... I don't know. Um, I haven't even seen it yet. It's I, good. I didn't honestly really like the last Spider-Man. You go shut up. He um, lost his childlike sense of wonder. <laughs> that is the problem, Scott. He it, lost it. So no, I like it. all the other Spider Men. I just like my superheroes, you know, heroic. He was and the film a little more focused. No, uh, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Um Aquaman though, going into that like the I had expectations. A lot of people said I went in with no expectations and was pleasantly surprised. I went in hopeful. And was still pleasantly surprised. It's a lot of fun. It's a good one. Also, it just hit a billion dollars worldwide. I, I will so, check it out. Yeah, it's worth it. Right. I, <laughs> Do you want to see out. some Star Wars style battles or water? You're good. Like it's yeah. Let's 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 go. Let's go for that. <laughs> um, honestly, it's I have a hard right. time with this one being number six versus number five. My number five is probably Ant Man and the Wasp. Um, but I could easily okay. flip it well, with. Aquaman. Let's hold up on the top five. five. Yeah. Yeah, let's hold off on the top fives. I'll, I'll do my honorable mentions, and then we'll just oh, work our way. Okay, through. I thought I was going to go all the way through mine. Fair enough. All right. Um, for me, okay. honorable mentions: uh, uh, the strangers pray at night. Um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, it was actually uh, on the second viewing. I, I thought some of the conveniences in the the writing kind of knocked it down a little bit, but it's still a really enjoyable film. Um, Overlord, uh, I, I think Mario really said it best. It, it's a really entertaining war film with, uh, some touches of, of horror. And, uh, it's just, it's just a good film. It's, it's definitely worth seeing. But you feel um, it's only good enough for an uh, honorable Wow. Yes. Uh, I do want to see that uh, one. I, I missed it in theaters. I'm, I'm bummed by that one, so. Yeah. Uh, uh, Pylock. Is uh, 
an honorable mention. Um, there's just something about this film that's kind of stuck with me, and it's been in the back of my head. Uh, I, th- I, th- I think it's actually really quite good, and it's probably... I'm not saying I'm a believer in the occult or anything like that, but if occult stuff is real, this is probably the most realistic depiction of it. And uh, it's very fascinating. It's an interesting watch. Um, It's just a horror film where a uh, teenage girl that is upset and unhappy with her lot in life attempts to uh, conjure a demon to fix things for her trying to be vague here and uh it may or may not answer that call so you mean ghostbusters no (laughs) all right uh another one for me is uh red sparrow i was interested in that one yet with this one i thought it was a very yeah it's uh it's a really good spy film i was i was thoroughly impressed I missed it and I was bummed I by like it. That's so really wanted to see that. I like how that's your only question, Mike. Do you see her boobs? Wow. I bought 4K. No, wait. Did it get a 4K release? If it did, I bought 4K. Yes. I can't remember. Yeah, I think I did buy the 4K. And I haven't watched it yet, but I did hear that she does get naked, or at least you see boobs. Do you see boobs? I am not even going to dignify that, Mike. It no, is a very intelligent. Are you maybe put the disc in to like just scan it? Because I'll do that if I have to. 4K J Law. It's, it's a very All good right. spy film. All right, uh, and lastly, Four times the resolution. Um, this one actually. This one actually got bumped completely from my top five with a rewatch, but I still really enjoyed it, and that's The Predator. Um, yeah, so I don't. Blood. So much fun, though. I I literally one of the best experiences at the theater I had this year. That's fair. Can't fault you on that one. So it wasn't until I watched it again at home that it it was number three, and it has now lost that spot entirely. So. All right, Mike. Since I know you don't even have a list, no, actually, I no. I'm gonna put actually, you on the spot. Actually, I do have a list for this, and I'll tell you why. And I, I think I explained Holy this to you off the air, but I will say it again now here. I was gonna be a wise ass and just have my entire top five be Halloween. God, I was gonna predict that too, and it was just gonna be. Number five, Halloween. I, number four, Halloween. Number three, Halloween. Number two, Halloween. Number one, Halloween. But then I'm like, you know what? John would think that I would do that. And I, I, I think I have to surprise I him here. I was totally expecting that. And, and kind of take this a little more seriously. So I really had to sit down. And in fact, I, I was actually expecting that. And I was going to have you go last. Yeah, well, I really had to sit down... I actually down, forgot about it. And I really had to think about movies that I watched this year that really kind of resonated with me now. Because, you know... Movies that weren't Halloween. Exactly. Um, <laughs> although Halloween is on the list, we're not going to dispute that. Um, it's there. Um, but, you know, there were some other movies this year that I watched that are uh, enjoyable, to say the least. All right. 
Let's hear him, Mike. Okay. Number five is Boy Erased. And that is about that. Have... That features a very bloated um, Russell Crowe, um, Nicole Kidman. <laughs> so, Russell Crowe. Yes. Although, <laughs> the funny thing is, when I was sitting in the theater watching the film, I did not realize that it was Russell Crowe. Like, I saw his name in the opening credits, and I'm like, hmm, where's Russell Crowe? And then the movie's gone, and I'm like, where's Russell Crowe? And then I went and I looked, and I'm like, that's Russell No shit! That didn't even look like Russell Crowe. <laughs> what the fuck happened to the gladiator? He's not the fucking gladiator anymore. What the fuck is this? been 18 years yeah he's fucking yeah. he fucking did not age well that, that, you know <laughs> wow i mean he totally yeah, I remember aged when, out of the gladiator uh, the talks were well i just remember when the talks were that he was going to be uh in the escape from new york remake it's like yeah i can see that and now it's like no no i can't see no, that no 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 <laughs> no he uh he plays a um a um a pastor. Maybe he's the in president, the but no. Well, yeah, but that would be <laughs> actually yeah. He could do he could he could uh he could do that. I he could see that actually. Could be wor- Good call, Scott. Worthy Donald replacement. I, I I agree, Scott. Good job. Um, he plays <laughs> the 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 pastor whose son is um comes out as gay, and he does not enjoy the fact that his son is gay. So they go to um send him to conversion therapy and uh joel edgerton plays this um the head of this conversion therapy place now you know joel edgerton from um the 2011 thing prequel and it comes at night as well as many other films and uh he he just plays a very different character in this that uh i don't know the movie made me very angry i don't know why but it just made me very angry. But I enjoyed it immensely for some reason. Nice. And that also comes out on um, Blu-ray and DVD on the 29th of this month. <coughs> All right. Well, let's just burn through each of our lists. I mean, there's no reason to. Just so you want me to go forth. next, then? Okay. Or you want me to continue? Okay, I'll continue. Yeah, why not? Okay. Number Keep going, four, Mike. I'm, I'm impressed that you've actually done this. So, Number four is everybody's favorite, Deadpool 2. How's it, it, how it, it favorite if it's number four? Um, oh, well, it's in, it's in the top five. <laughs> okay. Yes, exactly. Um, good, good answer. <laughs> if, if, if it wasn't a favorite, it would be number six. Mm-mm. Um, I love this. I laughed. I cried quite a bit, but I also laughed quite a bit. It was very, uh, very emotional when uh, the uh, wife or the whatever the fuck she was, when she blew the fuck up or she died or whatever. However the fuck, I forget. Did she, however the fuck she died. She gets shot. Exactly. When she died, I fucking bawled like a little baby. It was so emotional. Whatever it was, it was so emotional. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I, remember, I remember I ordered fucking food from Uber Eats and I was eating my food while I was watching the movie and it was just wow 
Such an emotional Whatever it was movie. that happened. <laughs> such a There's food and tears everywhere. I couldn't even remember clearly what happened. There was just such a mess. I just remember fucking Ryan Reynolds in that suit. It just made me want to be Deadpool. I just want to be Deadpool so bad. He He's just a badass motherfucker, and the way he just comes off and fucking... I, I just... I, I love him so much. I really, you know, I just do. And the fact that, you know, John hates him now. He is that part, too. You know, oh, he definitely is. And the fact that John hates him now because he thought that maybe I shouldn't buy Once Upon a Deadpool and that I should wait. Um, He talked me out of buying it. Um, uh, Although I do think I should buy it now because I think it's still $14.99 on Amazon. Um, That's not a bad price. Yeah, I know. I I I know. I have to. I might wait a little bit now, though. But in all reality, you do own the film, Mike. Yeah, yeah, but this is different because Fred Savage is included and there's a whole other wraparound with it or something now that changes the entire dynamic of the film. Yeah, they had had to add that wraparound because they cut out everything. (laughs) Well, yeah, but it's it's still an an alternate cut of the film. (laughs) It is. It, it it's 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 like an alternate cut. It's a PG thirteen cut. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's it's required for the archive. I'm, so I'm kind of waiting. It. I'm kind of waiting until I can just get it in a pack. It'll happen sooner rather than later. I'm sure. Um, yeah, I know. Okay, now number. It's actually why I didn't buy Deadpool one and two earlier, but I would have bought that ahead. because twenty dollars for that. For the fucking 4K set, 20 bucks for both of them? That's a great price. You should have jumped on that bitch. Yeah, but I can get it with all three, and... I paid 44 for the anyway, 4K set of the both of them. Um, Oof. But it's 4K, so it's worth it. Um, let's yeah. see. Number three was Bird Box. Now, I know a lot of people hate this movie. I And... I wanted to not like it, but... I ended up liking it. I to a lot. Not like it. I went into this film wanting to hate it. <laughs> exactly. It because, happens. because everybody loved it. So it's like I sat down and I'm like, okay, if everybody loves that loves this, then I have to hate it. But I watched it and I sat there and I watched it. And it was so just God damn was it good. <laughs> And a lot of people are like, well, it's stupid, it's this, it's that. It's really not, though. It's so deep and so meaningful and so emotional. And I just I, I just felt like I could be with those people, blindfolded, looking at those creatures that make you want to kill yourself. It's like I wanted to see the creature because I wanted to see if I would kill myself if I saw it. But I can't see the creature. You were that invested. Yes. But I couldn't see the creature. I was (laughs) trying to see it. I was trying to look beyond the TV screen, into the TV screen, to see the creature. (laughs) To fucking see through Sandra Bullock's blindfold. I wanted to see through it. But I could not. Hence, I'm still here now. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Um, You sold me on it, Mike. um, Number two is something that um, you you had said something earlier about an 80s throwback film 
that you thought was a great slasher, great '80s throwback slasher. Okay, no, 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 no. I didn't. I didn't say Mario said that. Oh, okay. I believe well, that was Mario. Said right, was. but I, I think you backed it up as 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 agreeing with him. I I, I will say this. Hellfest surprised the shit out of me. Hellfest, I wanted to see when it came into theaters. And I was like, mmm. Mmm. I, I didn't go. But I bought the 4K. And I watched it today. And it actually edged Bird Box out of the number two spot. Because Bird wow. Box was number two. But it, it edged Bird Box out of there. Because it is just so good. So enjoyable. I, I, I mean, really, that, to me, felt like a movie that could have been released in 1981. Just reverse 18 to 81, and that, that's, that's what I felt with this film. So I've, good. I've really been looking forward to see that. I, I, I actually wanted to see it in theaters too, but by the time I actually had uh, the opportunity to, it was out of theaters around here, and yeah, I've been been meaning to see it. I just have not got the chance to see that one yet. Yeah. And uh, number one, the golden calf of this year, the greatest film of this year. The greatest film. And moving on. So, <laughs> well, you know what it is. It's Halloween. Okay, move on. Because I don't need to suck it stick anymore. Yeah. Everybody knows I love it. Go ahead. Yeah, I I've already said my piece on it. It's it's a brilliant it's okay. film. It's so fucking good. I can't I I can't wait to end this so we can, so I can watch it again. Oh God, yeah. I don't own it. I oh, will you, at oh, some point. Oh, you will. I don't know. Oh, you will. I, oh, I you don't know will. when I will. Uh, I don't know when I'll ever watch it. Oh well, I know when you'll have it. Right. <laughs> Actually, you know what might be entertaining, Mike? Yeah. It might be entertaining if we do another commentary to that. Oh, if we do. Oh boy, I'm gonna tell you, that would be brilliant. That would be You'd brilliant. be sucking his cock and there'd be angry tirades on my end, so it could be entertaining. But it could that's be for us to discuss later. Yes. Alright, Scott, as the guest, um, would you like to go next, sir? Sure, sure. Uh I did tip my hat to number five, Ant Man and the Wasp. Like I said though, I could easily flip that with Aquaman and the more I think of it I probably should, but I don't know. I, I loved Ant Man. Um it was a superhero heist movie and I've said this about the Marvel movies they aren't just like superheroes they're comic books which is that larger than life right. aspect brought to a heist movie or a war movie or straight up action sci-fi you name it so I did everything right it expanded on things well it got things going super fast with Wasp and everything and it really wasn't a dull moment I really loved everything about it um, that's my number five uh, number four. I actually enjoyed that one. I actually, I actually thought that one was better than the original Ant Man. I did oh, enjoy absolutely. that one. I liked it a lot better than the first one. The first one's good, but I like this one a lot better. Agreed. Uh, number four is Rampage, which 
I really? am surprised I have so high, but I'm like, nope, nothing, nope, not. That's number four. I fucking loved that movie. Um, <laughs> unabashedly, like, it's is it is it the video game? No, no, but yes, it it is. It's literally The Rock, who is at a point in his career when he really can't do any wrong. Somehow, like, it just <laughs> keeps working for him. Um, he's awesome in it. The the side characters are great. The action is just ridiculously big and fun. Is it a dumb movie? Yeah, but not in the bad dumb way. It literally just doesn't ask much of you. Like the extent of it is, there's right. a giant ape. There's also a giant wolf. Like it, it doesn't need to go deeper than that. Like it's it's, it's going to happen kind of in its own way. So is it dumb? No, this is not deep. <laughs> It doesn't need to be deep. It's a <laughs> rampage. So, yeah, no, I love that movie. Um, I will praise that one to the high heavens. It's somehow now underrated in its own way because people are like, ah, whatever, it's just a whatever movie. But that's that's my thing as I look at those movies like The Predators or The uh, Givers and Extraordinary Gentlemen, and I try to raise those ones up, and Rampage is perfect in that vein. So, yeah, loved Rampage. I, uh... I, I thought it was a lot of fun. I yeah, yeah. This is that, a, that a fun monster. A lot I mean, of what, what more do you want? Yeah, yeah. That holds a, a <laughs> lot of weight for me. But yeah, I think it was the character and just the pacing and the way it was kind of it kind of went about things. It didn't really hold back. People got killed. It was that kind of thing. Like it just did what it did. <coughs> so number three, upgrade. Hmm. Upgrade. Yeah. Is is just I I had the benefit of only having heard of this movie and how good it was and nothing else before I watched it, which is rare because I'm I'm always the one that watches trailers and stuff. But I missed it in theaters. We were gonna go and it was only there for four more days and we couldn't make it, so saw it as soon as it came out on D V D and everything. And I love it. It's this kind of indie Australian movie that came out of nowhere with a chip and find the guy to be able to walk again. Well, it ends up making him able to do all this crazy, awesome action. Very Venom-like. People said that Upgrade is the movie Venom wanted to be. Now, Venom was a buddy cop movie at the same time. It was a bit different, but it's the idea of this yeah. enhanced into you. But the way it was filmed and the, the fight scenes and this, the choreography and the camera work and the action was awesome. Like, the it was a low-rent Tom Hardy, who's the main star, like, to do another Venom vibe on it, but it was really, really good. And it, a typical indie fair, went in ways that you didn't expect. Like, it, Hollywood would have done one thing, and this did other things. So, I applaud it for that as well. That doesn't give it the gold star, but it's like, it had the balls to do stuff differently, because it could. It was awesome. Oh, it, it <laughs> totally shocked me at points with the violence. I did not expect it to go there, and then it was just like, oh, Damn, well, and it, no, it is very entertaining. You're 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 dead on with it. There's one bit where he's literally fighting, and it's in a kitchen, and like plates are being broken, and he's apologizing profusely as he viciously beats the shit <laughs> out of a guy. It's great. Like it's this is it, it balances that line awesomely. Uh, yeah. Number two for me is Avengers: Infinity War. This was never my number one. You might. Uh, be surprised to learn. I do love my superheroes. I do love my action, Marvel, and all that stuff. And Thanos is my favorite character. 
I have a lot of Thanos things, from books to figures to you name it. And it's the Infinity Gauntlet, and they, they did it. They made a movie of it, which I never thought would ever happen, and it was awesome and accurate and great. And he's so badass, and Josh Brolin kicked ass, and he was the hero, and yeah, I love I love the movie. Um, but what I'm really excited for is the fact that this movie was actually the Thanos quest, and the way the movie ended is where mm-hmm. the Infinity Gauntlet story starts. So things are going to get fucking crazy for Endgame. I can't wait for that. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I don't really have more to say than that. Damn near everybody's seen Avengers. If you if you ever wanted to, you've seen it by now kind of thing. That That's a reference yeah. for you, Mike. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, it, it is a culmination of ten years, and it feels like it. Like, it, it really comes through. The one silly, a few silly knocks I have against are things like, we have these characters as iconic as they are up to this point, but then it's Captain America without his shield. He's got a beard and black or blonde widow. Well, blonde widow, black widow is blonde instead of redhead. It's like this isn't like all these toys are coming together. We can play them together, but why? Why did you color that one differently? And where's the piece of that one? Like, it, like it, it's changed, but I get the world has changed, but it didn't quite fit like a full crossover should. That weird geeky nitpick, but eh. but uh. My number one, which I'm wondering if you're going to have any idea of what that's going to be. I'm guessing not. I'm lost. Yeah, because you probably thought it would be one of those, right? It's not Black <laughs> Panther. Yeah. It's not Solo. It's not one of those. No. My number one is Mission Impossible Fallout. Ooh, I want to watch that so fucking bright. Really? I will tell you flat out, that is probably the single best action movie I've seen in 20 years and is the single best narrative action movie I've ever seen. Like, I cannot really? put into words enough how good the action is, how well it flows, how you are literally watching for almost three hours without a single breath to, in between. It is phenomenal. Is it, it the best Mission Impossible of the six? I'll walk you through it, Mike. I like the first one for what it is. Yeah. Two is a piece of shit. Three was awesome, surprised me <laughs> quite a bit. Four was really good, so was five, and six blows them all away. Really? Because see, I only saw, I only saw wow. the first two. I you got to watch. I only saw the first two. Dude, if you watch them as they go, it's kind of incredible. Because three turns a corner, and then uh, four and five right. go nuts with it. And it, it's important because you need to watch five because this is a direct. They're all sequels, but like stuff continues. Um, direct story stuff continues from 5 it I mean uh, we've all seen action and stunts and crazy stuff before and it's not like it is anything new and different but I mean he does a halo jump and it's really him he is on a motorbike around the Arc de Triomphe yeah that's him um, they, the, the rig for the bike with the, the camera didn't work right so they said well what are we going to do Tom Cruise said we'll figure it out and drove off into French traffic <laughs> like that's fuck yeah, so just the the story and everything about it. I know some people say like oh, it's, there's too much silly going on to follow it. No, it's just it is astonishing visuals in this movie. It's pr- people say it's the best action movie ever. I'm not there on it yet, but it's in my head for that possibility. That's I know that's saying something wow. for me. But fuck, this movie is fucking great. I fucking love it. I. 
see, I didn't even pay attention to it because I've just lost interest in those, but you have Ooh. sold me on watching this one. And they announced, like, today that they got two more coming in the next few years. I heard the they're back-to-back back or something yeah. like that. Yeah, 2020 and 21 or something. And just by the same director who's writing and directing these ones, too. Fuck yes. Like, I... I I don't feel like I've done it enough justice, and I know what I've said about it already. It's, I'm probably overhyping it. I know that, boy. Ah, yeah. I remember coming out of the theater going, "That might be the best action movie I've ever seen." That was my gut reaction, and that hasn't gone away. That's telling something. So, yeah. And you've seen it a few times. I'm That's, guessing. I have only gone to the theater to see movies multiple times. In a few cases, like the first Avengers. Um, uh, I think Iron Man I went back and saw again Independence Day the first one and this I went back someone hadn't seen it like I will go with you when do you want to go I don't know tomorrow yes I will go tomorrow yeah wow <laughs> yeah I gotta start you know what I gotta start from the beginning and just watch them all again I think that's that's what I gotta do yep it's probably better I, to just do that I, yeah. coming coming from you and you are the one that turned me on to John Wick, and you're the guy that always oh, turns John me on to Wick great action. Great. So. <coughs> like I said, yes, it is. Very, Absolutely, I can't wait thing. for part three. The, this movie has some of the best narrative action. I, I saw someone write that somewhere, and I'm like, that got in my brain. Narrative action. It's not just, that's a cool fight scene. It tells a story. Like, there's a chase sequence that goes to a chase sequence that goes to a chase sequence. It's like 40 goddamn minutes, and you're just like, oh my god! It's And then there's also the bike sequence, and... Oh, it's just, yeah. Wow. Alright, you've, you've sold me and I think everyone else on it, so... I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> no one mentioned their lists. Guys, watch some action, and this is it. Holy fuck. All right, and now for the uh, decline. Here comes my top five. The decline. <laughs> well, I did kind of ramp that <laughs> up right. quite a bit. Sorry about that, but yeah, yeah. yeah I'm I want to watch that movie right it, now. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, number five for me is uh, Terrifier. Um, I did really enjoy this. This is just a no holds barred throwback, and not in style or anything, but just how horror films were in the 80s where this one just doesn't give a fuck and it's enjoyable it's enjoyable for what it is and uh it stuck with me i kept thinking about it after i saw it and i've i've seen it twice now and it, it still holds up i enjoy it it's a good horror film uh if you're looking for anything more than that is is not it <laughs> and um, okay. no, yeah uh number four is mandy uh I freely admit this was not on my list. The very first time I watched this, I wasn't really feeling it. I wasn't digging it. I think I only gave it two stars. And then uh, our listeners' list started coming in, and I kept seeing it, and I kept seeing it, and I kept hearing all, all about it. It's like, I'll, I'll give this a second chance. And I just sat down and was actually able to pay attention to it. The dog wasn't going crazier, and the phone wasn't ringing, nothing like that. And... Uh, it's uh, it's very interesting. It's one of those films that I just want to keep going back to and watch to try and understand it more and 
dig more into it. Um, I I was greatly upset that there's not a commentary on it, and I started doing research on other editions and stuff to see if there's a commentary. Because I want to know why the goddamn color changes, you know? It, it, because it's red now, does that mean something? What what the fuck's going on? And uh, I just, I want to dig more into this world. I want to understand it more. It's just, I know I'm going to go back to this. It, it's actually been on my mind lately to watch it again, and I, I know it's going to happen. It's just, it's fucking fascinating. To me, this is like, Watching a fever dream inspired by uh, 70s and 80s uh, uh, swords and sandals kind of posters and comic books and stuff like that. That's it, it feels like you took one of those and put it in the 1980s, you know, and I don't know how else to describe it besides that, but it, it is fascinating. <laughs> Number three for me is Summer of 84. Wow. Um, I really enjoyed this, man. It, it feels like an Amblin film, and then it keeps going for like 15 or 20 minutes where it gets fucking dark. Mm -hmm. um, it was just a really fascinating, fun watch where you're watching kids in the 80s do this whole investigation and then shit got real fucking dark it's it's a good movie i highly recommend this one i'm surprised more people haven't been talking about it actually uh number two and this is where it got a little difficult for me because uh number two and number one are both five stars for me but i I am happy with this order. Uh, number two is Ready Player One. Mm. Uh, I just had mm -hmm. so much fun with this film. Uh, I greatly enjoyed it in theaters. I watched it in 3D. I thought it was mm -hmm. a hell of a lot of fun. Greatly enjoyable. Um, and then as soon as it came out on 4K, I got it on 4K. I made sure and showed the old lady, uh, and she enjoyed it too. We we both we uh, we we enjoyed it. I think it's a highly enjoyable film. I, I just had a lot of fun with it. Uh, you got something on that, Scott? I heard you kind of groaning. <laughs> yeah, I <coughs> excuse me. Sorry, I wanted to like that one so much more than I did, even though I love it. Um, there's elements of it, not to go into the spoilers, obviously, I know the movie's been out, but there's things where it's like, oh, this is where it actually is going with the, some of the climax stuff, and I'm like, how did no one think to do that? Or how did no one think of that? That's the entire point of what's going on with these stories and things. It's like, how did, how did nobody figure that out when that's literally your entire core concept of the past five years? Like, I'm casually in the theater, someone who happens to know these things, I thought of it. So why wouldn't the people who are living that life for their life and death situation not have thought of that? You know what I mean? Things like that bug me when they just try to wave that away. At the same time, Spielberg did it again. It's a fantastic, awesome, fun movie. And visually like nothing I've ever yeah. seen. So, yeah. No, it's, it's still good, but it's like, ah, just that... That, it's real dumb. That one bit is mm, so. See, I'm not into gamer culture or anything really like that. So yeah, I, it it's a classic case it. of I didn't know if, anything if, about it. 
if the gun was wrong, oh, they don't use that gun, that's not how that works, it would bug you, but if everybody else, that gun looks cool. Right? So, yeah, right. I, I, I understand that. It's just like that for me, it's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> See, I, I was like that with, oh, God, I can't remember. It was a medieval war movie, and people, I was watching it with a group of friends, and they're like, this is awesome. I'm like, this is all wrong! Yeah. <laughs> the Gutentag wasn't even invented yet! <laughs> That was you? Wow. But, uh, yeah, no, I get it, but... Yeah. It, it was, uh, it was there, a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, there's literally the whole key to everything. Um, I'm sitting there watching me like, yeah, it's what I predicted a half hour ago. I Like, the tension just wasn't <laughs> there, even though I understood it and the audience was all in on it. Ah, uh, you know. Uh, well, with the film, I don't <laughs> think... I never was tense. I never thought there was tension. It it's a Spielberg film. I knew Spielberg I knew it was come out all. Yeah, to be fair, yeah, it's like yeah, he's he's still but got it. I just a hell of a lot of fun. Greatly enjoyable. Uh, one of the best experiences I've had in years in the theater. Oh, that um, epic! So that glad epic I battle in the it. finale. Four. Oh yeah, yeah, and oh, so good. But uh, it should come as no surprise to anyone. My number one is Avengers: Infinity War. Um, holy shit! This film is—it's—it's it's amazing. Um, Scott had his issues with I have—I have zero. Um, I absolutely love this film. Uh, I—I'm borderline so close to saying this is my favorite Marvel film. Um, I love it. I absolutely love it. It is the culmination of ten years of every single film that I've watched in Marvel leading up to this. And it, it's so much more than a film. It's an event. And it it is the only time in a theater where I was literally just sitting there completely awestruck. Uh, I don't even really have words to describe it. It was by far the best theatrical experience I have ever had in my life. Wow. I will go out on the limb and say that. That's fair. Um, you had not read the comic book, right? I have not. Um, and this was also paired with the very first time that I got to attend a proper IMAX 3D screening. Okay. And uh, I, it is so, an incredible film. So coming from the perspective of someone who had read it, like I said, the Infinity Gauntlet is my favorite comic story. Probably one of my favorite ever stories. And... Seeing it play out was amazing, but I also knew how it was going to play out. Generally, like they did not adapt right. it beat for beat, but like, no, that the Marvels managed to make their things proper but still their own. Um, so I knew where it was going, and I was right, and it was awesome. It's like holy, f they're are they good? Are they really doing it? Holy shit, they are! Yeah, it was pretty fantastic. But to not know that, I can only imagine what you must have been thinking watching this unfold like yeah yeah that would have been amazing too yeah because because i am a fan however i've mostly been a cinematic fan i have mm. my love of them has made me branch out and pick up some of the comics and graphic novels and this and that but i usually try not to spoil any experiences like i i know uh that Infinity War was coming out, so I I made it a point. I'm not going to grab that graphic novel. I want to go in unspoiled. Yep. I, I purposely avoid everything I can, and it was so worth it. I, this movie, I I cannot give it enough praise. 
I, I think the action's great. The storytelling is amazing. And just the fact that 10 years worth of films all culminate in this, it, it's so, so good. Like Mike was talking about, he laughed, he cried. That was me. I, it, it's so amazing. And the fact oh, that it just ends the way it does yeah. Did you blew cry, my mind. <laughs> I, I cheered up. It I didn't work actually break on, down. It shouldn't work on any level with a movie with like 30 main characters in part 20 of a movie franchise doing what it did. It, it, it But that defies convention. It's incredible they pulled it off, let alone what they pulled off. I want the sequel now. Yeah, I... I... Oh, so good. And uh, they have me so addicted that the trailer dropped. I watched it. I forced my fiancé to watch it. And then she was doing something in... Yes. Okay, yeah. And uh, she was doing something in the kitchen, and she just stops, and she goes, Are you watching it again? I had to tell her to stop judging me. I, it was, it's, <laughs> I'm so addicted that I watched the trailer like that. I I am so hyped after this. I don't know if it can live up, but can I, I tell you something? Never fun that I've this learned one to be that good. I can tell you something what? fun that is not a spoiler. Um, they are only using about the first ten minutes of Endgame for their marketing materials. Yeah, I did and see that. That's I'm cool. No, uh, that's good. Good, yeah. good. Because yeah. they're not going to tell you anything about the movie. Where's it going? Who the fuck knows? Here's the thing. I know. <laughs> I read the Infinity Gauntlet. I read it <laughs> when it came out monthly in 1991. I know where this is going. And it's, <laughs> oh, it's going to be great. It's, yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. But, uh, yeah, that was our top five films of 2018. Um, I think it was actually a pretty goddamn good year for films all around not not just one genre just all together i think we had some really strong <laughs> films i disagree with the people that said that we really didn't um but yeah this was a lot of fun guys i i'm oh, glad we got to do it i had a lot of fun hate all all year long it's right. that's not that's not the point right. of it you want to pull the good stuff out and raise that up and enjoy it so yeah exactly and, you know, I had a lot of fun, you know, making this list and then looking back at, at, at all the films that I rated and then picking out the top ones and kind of going through and rewatching and and getting the order just right. And I mean, when we started, I, I, it was, of course, Avengers, Ready Player One, but it was The Predator next. And I had to go back and rewatch quite a few of these films to jostle things around. And I just enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun getting ready for this show and I had a lot of fun doing it. And uh, Mike... Thanks for actually taking this serious, man. I I, I appreciate that. For once, and right? You yeah. blew my mind with some of those. Yeah, for once, right? Yeah. I yeah, New Year. Yeah. New Year, new mic. Great. You blew well, my mind, man. Yeah. We can, and, we can say new mic, but it's probably not going to be. No, that was hey, it. That was, that was that one moment. That's it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> it was a good run. It was a good run. Yeah, yeah. good while it lasted. Fucking all out. <laughs> and Scott, man, thank you so much for coming on, Ed. Your list was great. You turned me on to films I have to see now. So, 
well, that's the part of the fun of these lists because people talk in hereditary. I'm like, should I see that? And you're just like, no, okay. No. It, it's fun seeing the, the difference <laughs> in people recommending things, and it's it's awesome like to have the different perspective on a list, like Mission Impossible and that, to get you guys going for that one. And honestly, people, people are saying Venom and Upgrade. Uh, we need to talk about that more. Horror fans, I, I'll recommend Upgrade. It's, yeah. There, there's elements in there that are yeah. kind of cool. That. So it's 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 don't don't sleep on that one. You might not have even heard of it. It's a it's a little one, but this is fun, and I appreciate having me on. It, it's been a while, and putting up with my my rambling, as you know, I do. But I always try to bring it to a point. <laughs> so it is part of the fun, though. That that is my way. But exactly. uh, no, th- this was a blast. And if I get you guys both watching Mission Impossible, especially get up to Fallout, that's it. Work your way up there. Get get all the way because you'll be like, oh my god, <laughs> yeah. Work your way up to that. That's if anything I can take away from that. You guys going to see that, and I'm excited. So yeah. All right, uh, and uh, I think that's going to do it. We will be back, not next week, but probably two weeks or so. And I think we're going to be discussing to 4K or not. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think that's, that. That's, maybe. Well, yeah. I have to say that's going to be. That's going to be fun, though. Oh, God, is that going to be fun? Because you hate the format. You hate the format. I don't hate it. You hate it. I don't hate it. You hate oh. it. Oh, I, 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 need the, I need a little bit of context. Do you hate 4K or do you hate physical? Or do you like physical? Oh, no. he Scott, he hates it all. Oh, 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 what? He's a digital fucking fanboy, that fucker. But you don't even have internet in the cabin. No. I digital? know. I know, and he's pro-digital, and he can't even watch shit on the internet, so there you go. Double standard fucking The actual truth... The actual truth is is that I freely admit the future is digital, while I still collect physical. (coughs) And my problem with 4K is that frequently, when we're getting back catalog, or re-releases, or stuff like that, they're simply not an improvement, in my opinion. They're, I disagree. They're on par with the I Blu-rays, disagree. so I... Yeah. I disagree. I, I, it's unfortunate that physical seems to be a dying breed. I am one who still collects that, because even if studios go under or licensing goes away, they can't take it off of my exactly. shelf. Exactly. See, exactly. Netflix, you don't exactly. own anything. Um, iTunes, it is not ownership. You are renting under a license that you have that they can take at any time. Uh, yeah, it's it's its own thing. But we are the minority, and it sucks. But hey, if Sunrise yeah. here in Canada can release new movies or back catalogs in limited edition VHS-style packaging, I got that email today. There's a future for physical media. It's still going to be out there. It's going to be like vinyl, though. It'll be a niche thing for the either the big Hollywood blockbusters oh, yeah. or... Uh, horror appropriate those niche movies you're not going to get your mid-range 80s actioners you, like the run-of-the-mill stuff those days are gone it's going to be the uh, the either yeah. or so yeah yeah i i just i freely admit that that probably within our lifetime we will see for all intents and purposes the death of physical media well then they better kill me first because i don't want to see that yeah i i doubt it'll happen because if they still make cds which they do and they're dead it's not having the movies yet, so. 
Thank All right. But until next episode. No problem. I mean, vinyl made a comeback, but VHS is inferior, so it just, it's all got its own. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I look forward to listening to that one. I want to hear what you guys have to say about that format, War. That'll be fun. Oh, it will. Oh, boy, will it ever. Oh, boy, I'm going to kill him. Oh, boy. All right, so until then, keep it creepy, people. Oh, good, no stay, no stay spooky. All right, I'm stopping it, so we're good. <laughs> Reluctantly crouched at the starting line, engines pumping and thumping in time. The green light flashes, the flags go up. Churning and burning, they yearn for the cup. They deftly maneuver and muscle for rank. Fuel burning fast on an empty tank. Reckless and wild, they pour through the turns. Their prowess is potent and secretly stern. As they speed through the finish, the flags go down. The fans get up and they get out of town. The arena is empty, except for one man still driving and striving as fast as he can. The sun has gone down and the moon has come up. And long ago somebody left with the cup But he's driving and striving and hugging the turns And thinking of someone for whom he still burns He's going the distance He's going for speed She's all alone Nothing to be gained from keeping 
evil alive. I shot a sodium thiopental would render him unconscious. I'll be with him to make sure his life is extinguished. My ear on his chest to hear for myself that his vitals no longer function and immediately incinerate the body. It needs to die. It needs to die. <gasps> that was horrible. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.